It's time to take a journey to find your courage, break through your limits, and master your destiny. It's time for Ken D. Foster's Voices of Courage. Ken brings you some of the most courageous people on the planet that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. It's time to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. It's time for Voices of Courage. And here's your host, Ken D. Foster. Are you ready to strengthen your mind, upgrade the way you handle your emotions, overcome the greatest obstacles standing in your way of success, and take your business and life to a whole new level? Hi, this is Ken D. Foster, your host, and today's show is like no other show I've done before. We're calling it The Courage to Unlock Your Brain's Hidden Power. Listen, I've been in this personal development business for over 22 years, and I've seen a lot of success gurus come and go, a lot of fads, a lot of surefire methods of growth come and go. Most of these short-lived methods have one thing in common. They're a quick fix for chronic problems. And listen, if anybody is telling you that they have the solution to your business or life, and it's going to only take a few minutes or a few sessions, you know... In my experience, uh, you probably want to walk away from that. Because what I've found is that success doesn't come from a quick fix. Success comes from intention, developing willpower, making the right choices along the way, and being able to have mentors and coaches that really have already been there before that can guide you. And really today, that's what this show is all about. I've got uh, an expert in studio his name is John Asaraf. He's, uh, I'm going to introduce him in the second segment. John has created a lot of success in his life, including uh, five multi-million dollar companies in the last, what, five years, something like that. So not quite five, okay, <laughs> but he's done that. 30. Okay, 30 years, all right. So anyway, listen, um, if you've been listening for a while, you know, right now you probably realize that I really do bring in the experts in the fields uh, that help create success in business and in life. You know, these are people that have developed their wisdom. They're science-based uh, people. Uh, they understand that success is repeatable and uh, the principles that you can uh, learn from them, you can apply in your own life to really transcend your greatest problems. And I want to let you know, if you're new to this, you're just tuning in, right? I'm committing to help you break free of the disempowering thoughts, beliefs, and habits that might keep you stuck. And as many of you know, I love helping entrepreneurs transform and evolve by finding their highest good. So let me ask you this. Can you really choose how you want to feel and act? Can you really choose the results that you get in your life? Or is everything just haphazard? It just kind of shows up the way it, it is, right? Well, the answer is you can choose how you feel, how you act, and the results that you get in your life. Listen, I'm, I've learned a lot of things in life, but one thing I know is that if you've got the wrong beliefs in your head, if you're following the wrong path, it's a downhill spiral. And it always leads to a dead end. And what it leads to, of course, more than a dead end, is pain and suffering and misery. So, you know, if there's an area in your life right now, you're driving, you're listening to this, and you're thinking, you know, what is that area that I really want to transform in life? What is that I really want to uh, take my life to the next level? Well, listen, it's easy to do if you do it 
the right way. And I want to say this. There are a lot of experts out there that are telling people you need to have a life of excellence, that you have to have a perfect life, you have to do things right, you have to do it perfect. And I want to tell you that that's not been my experience. My experience after working with hundreds of clients is that if you're trying to do it perfect, you're trying to do it right, you're trying to have this life of excellence, you're probably putting a lot of stress on yourself that's unneeded. And according to Harvard Medical School report, uh, the stress that's generated will create physical reactions in your body, such as increased heart rate, heightened senses, a deeper intake of oxygen, and a rush of adrenaline. And finally, a hormone called cortisone is released into your system. Now, cortisone is uh, it's a good drug if, it's not, uh, if you're not a, a cortisone addict or a, an adrenaline addict, right? Uh, but if uh, cortisone builds up in the body, it's going to create long-term health problems for you. So instead of trying to strive for perfection, as as go, 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 do, do, do constantly, maybe you want to think about slowing down to succeed. Maybe you want to think about maybe not doing things in an excellent or perfect way. In fact, you know, when I read Genesis uh, the other day, at the end of the sixth day, God saw everything that he made and uh, he proclaimed it was good. He didn't proclaim it was excellent. He didn't proclaim it was perfect because I think what happens if you're trying to be perfect, right, you're, you're really in a false sense of who you are. I know in my own life, listen, I have uh, tried to do things in an excellent way. And when I do that, when I've done that, um, there's always imperfection in the, in, the, uh, in the perfection of it. So I was like, well, if there's imperfection in the perfection of it, maybe it's just good. Maybe it doesn't have to be perfect, right? Because when I start to get in that place where I have to strive and push and push and push in my own life, and I've, I've had hundreds of clients come to me with this, what happens is that they're actually not getting the results that they want. Because what happens with stress a lot of times for all of us is it shuts down our energy, it shuts down our creativity, it shuts down our, our uh, uh, presence of, of what's, what's happening around us so we can adjust. Actually, our, if you're pushing yourself too fast, you're missing your own, uh, your, in, uh, your own intuition. All right, so here's my point. Think about goodness in your life. Think about good, just that word good. Like, you know, good fortune, good health, good in all ways, a good indwelling spirit, doing a good job, being a good Samaritan, having a good feeling, good-hearted, good humor, good-looking, good-natured, right? Maybe even goodly or godly, right? Maybe that is what we need to strive for instead of trying to strive for things that are way above what we need to do. So if you're feeling stress, today is your day to make a commitment. And I'm going to tell you what I do. When I'm stressed out, I stop for a moment, I take a few breaths, and I ask myself, what is the belief that I would have to have to be pushing myself to a point where I'm stressed out in my body? So I, I stop, take a few breaths, 
do some tense relaxing, calm the mind for a moment, actually go to stillness. And that's when I ask that question, what is the belief that I would have to hold to be stressed out? If you practice that this week, then I suggest that what's going to happen for you is you're going to start to create a habit of slowing down and stopping and interrupting the brain pattern of this constant thinking for just a few moments. When you do, you reconnect with this thing I call our spirit, our soul. There's a place of stillness inside of us. I practice that several times a day. What happens for me when I do that? What happens for my clients? All of a sudden, their creativity opens up again. They get insights to their greatest challenges. They start to feel alive. They start to feel connected with everything again. Just in that one little minute. So if you can do that, maybe five times today. But just start out with one. You know, don't believe me. If it, you know, if it doesn't work for you, throw it out. But if it does work, then try it out. Because this little exercise can take your life to the next level. All righty. I am excited. Listen, the human brain is a three-pound paradox. We use it every moment of our lives, yet so much of our brain remains a mystery to us. How do our brains make decisions? Why is it so easy for some to generate success and others struggle? Can we really learn to use our brains to change our lives permanently? The answer to these questions and many others about the brain are coming up in my next segment with my guest, John Asraf. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Attention business owners. The feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free conversation confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams 
Williams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Whatever it takes, I love the in my I do you know, in our society today, women are finding their voices and power in all areas of business and life. And one group that's been empowering women for over 25 years is called Women's Wisdom the premier networking and relationshiping group for purpose-driven female entrepreneurs. This group of entrepreneurial women, they meet on the internet and in San Diego on the second Friday of each month. And if you'd like to find out more about this powerful group, you can go to womenswisdom.net. That is womenswisdom.net. Also, my listeners and all of you out there on Facebook right now giving us likes and thumbs up, I want to thank you for tuning in to Voices of Courage. If you're new to the show, We're a new type of radio called Experience Radio, where we encourage our audience to engage with us in growing their businesses and lives. You can find us on the web at VoicesOfCourage.us. That's VoicesOfCourage.us. Or just ask Siri, Cortana, or Alexa to play Voices of Courage podcast. And be sure to subscribe to our weekly reports. Since, uh, you know, you're going to get some weekly reports, some strategies, and truly some mind-expanding gifts so I hope you go to VoicesOfCourage.us. All right. This show is called The Courage to Unlock Your Brain's Hidden Power. I'm blessed to be in studio with Mr. John Asaroff. John has, in the last 25 years, he's grown five multi-million dollar companies in real estate, internet software, brain research, and life and business coaching and consulting. He's the author of two New York Times bestselling books, Have It All and The Answer. His brand new book is called Inner Size, The New Science to Unlock Your Brain's Hidden Power. And listen, John's made frequent appearances on Larry King Live. He's been featured in eight films, including the blockbuster smash The Secret and Quest for Success with Richard Branson and the Dalai Lama. He's one of the leading behavioral and mindset experts in the world. John, welcome to the show. It's Mr. good to have you, brother. Ken Foster, Mr. Ken Foster, great to be back with you, my friend. It's so good to be back with you, John. What the heck? You know, hey. you've got this new book coming out, Inner Size, and uh, it's out. It's, it's out now. Okay, it just, it's just out. got released. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, I was at your party. That's so, right. Hey, you know that was uh, quite a quite an experience. I had a lot of really amazing people that uh, you seem to hang with. Um, you know what? I've been I've been blessed with some wonderful friends and colleagues that uh, are doing some really wonderful things in the world, like you. Oh, well, thank you so much. All right, let's. Why Intersize? Why the book? What what happened here? I know you've been working on this a couple of years. What uh, what's yeah. going on? Um, a lot of people talk about exercise, you know, for their body, for their organs. Uh, what about the most powerful tool organ in the known universe? Your brain. Uh, nobody's ever given you, me, or our parents or teachers a user's manual for it. Yet it's the most powerful organ in the entire universe. And so for the last 37 years of my life, I have been innersizing my brain every single day. And it's helped me really get the right mindset. It's helped me achieve a decent level of emotional control, 
But more importantly, it's helped me really be totally congruent with my behaviors so that my mindset, my emotional abilities, and my behaviors are aligned. And that's because of inner sizing every single day and really building what I call are my core neuro muscles. And so everybody focuses on physical muscles. I focus on both physical in the gym and mental and emotional with inner sizing. So what, uh, you got a lot of people listening today on this. Um, what, let's say somebody's stuck. I was talking about being, people being stuck in the first segment, right? How can inner sizing help a person get unstuck? Well, first and foremost, the thing that everybody needs to realize is everybody is stuck in their current set of behaviors, emotional responses, um, and results. There isn't anybody who isn't unstuck on a day-to-day basis. We become addicted to our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. Not because we want to be, it's because that is how the brain becomes efficient. So when we're dealing with a brain that's looking for safety first and to move away from anything that's deemed real or imagined pain, which could be financial pain, physical pain, emotional pain, etc., and a brain that wants to conserve energy, then that causes us to develop these neural processes that cause us to repeat patterns over and over and over again. And not only do we repeat patterns, but we predict the patterns that are going to be coming up. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about that. How in the world can you predict the pattern that's going to be coming up? Well, your brain is a predicting machine. So it is analyzing all of our thoughts at any given moment, trillions of brain cells that have uh, that produce 50 to 60,000 thoughts a day. Your brain's analyzing that all day long. It's comparing what's happening inside your mind with the external world to look for any deviations from your set conditioning or programming. And it's predicting based on the external stimuli what's going to happen. And the first thing it tries to predict is, is there an imminent threat right now? It is on high alert all the time. And if there's any real or imagined danger, then guess what happens? Your stress response kicks in. Uh, which is the amygdala, the fear response center in the brain. Uh, Epinephrine, cortisol, norepinephrine are released in the bloodstream. Uh, We get defocused from, you know, the whole scenario to a microcosm of that scenario to understand whether we need to run away, whether we need to fight, whether we're going to faint because of the overdose of the neurochemicals, uh, or are we going to um, uh, flee, Uh, run away, it's fight, flight, or flee. Right. Uh, or faint, which is one of the newer ones to be discovered. Some people get such a rush of neurochemicals when there's so much stress that they actually pass out. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a, I have a client that uh, I've had a lot of clients over the years like this. They have a difficult time sleeping. So uh, they, uh, in, in, you know, when I question them, they usually start to worry about things, right? Mm-hmm. Their fear kicks in, right? Mm-hmm. So how, uh, in the book, Intercising, how do you, do you guide people uh, with exercises on maybe how to break those kind of patterns? Sure. So um, I guide them through exercises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it, if it has to do with the mindset or emotions, they're mm-hmm. exercises. Mm-hmm. So when somebody has a um, tendency to worry, uh, worry is an effect, right? So worrying mm-hmm. itself is an effect. And the question is, it's an effect of what? 
it's projecting into either the present moment or the future a negative consequence, a painful consequence, a disempowering consequence. And then what happens is people start to have these thoughts that cause these feelings. So now they have thoughts that cause emotions or, you know, emotions are phase one, which is a subconscious reaction. Feelings are conscious awareness. Mm -hmm. And then they think about what they feel and they feel what they think about and they keep reactivating the neural circuits and the neurochemistry of worry mm -hmm. and they don't know how to break that pattern. So uh, inner size number one, is called Take Six, Calm the Circuits, which ties beautifully into where uh, you started earlier, but you, you stop. Uh, one of the things we teach is slow down to pick up speed. Mm. So calm down, mm. right? So inner size number one is called Take Six, Calm the Circuits. So the first thing that we teach anybody that has any self-doubt, any worry, any anxiety, is you take six deep breaths in through your nose and then out through your mouth. But when you're breathing out through your mouth, blow it out like you're blowing out through a straw. And the reason for that is you have to actually focus on pretending that there's a straw in your mouth and that you're blowing air out of it. And that little action deactivates the stress response center in the brain in 60 to 90 seconds. So you go from the stress center being activated, which is worry, mm -hmm. to a calm state. Mm -hmm. So stress is reactive. Calm is responsive. So when you're in a responsive state, now you can respond, which takes me to inner size number two that I teach in the book. It's called AYA. And AYA stands for awareness, intention, action. So you want to be in a calm state, aware of your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and the behaviors you're, you're engaged in right now. Then you ask yourself, what's my intention right now? Is it to be stressed? Is it to be worris worrisome? Mm -hmm. No, it's to be calm. Great. My intention is to be calm, great. What's one action I could take to be calm? So you could take one action if you're laying in bed, for example, um, and that is uh, another exercise called beach time. Take your mind to your favorite beach in the world. Wow. Okay. Well, listen, we're going to be talking about uh, your favorite beach in the world in the mind here when we come back in our next segment. Also, John, I'm going to be asking about, do we have two brains? We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. 
The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. We're back with Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Whatever it You know, as a business owner, your online presence is more important than ever. People look you up online before they pick up the phone. That's why the right image of yourself and your business is vital. I've come across one of the best photographers in San Diego. Her name is Ann Landstrom, and her company is annphotography.com. I recommend you give her a call. She promises to give you images that will bring out the best in you and your business. That's annphotography.com. Again, annphotography.com. And again, I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your feedback for the show. You can visit us on VoicesOfCourage.us or on Facebook. On VoicesOfCourage.us, you can subscribe, and you're going to get some information about our upcoming guests and some exciting gifts. So hope you'll do that. All right. Name of the show today is The Courage to Unlock Your Brain's Hidden Power. I've got John Asaraf in student studio, and we're talking about going, creating a beach in the mind. John, how do you do that? So we were talking about, you know, anxiety, sleep, um, being unfocused or being focused on something you really don't want to. And yeah. so the first exercise was take six, calm the circuits. Second exercise was AYA, awareness, intention, action. And you can follow that up with beach time. So one of the gifts that we all have is our imagination. And so in our own minds, we can imagine something that we have a memory for, but we can also create something that we have no memory for. And that's really the creative process to coalesce different neurons in our brain to create an image that doesn't exist. So you could put, for example, you know, the head of a pig on the end of a pencil in your head. You could put, you know, the microphone that I'm talking about right now, stick a giraffe and an elephant, you know, on top of it right now in your mind. And people, as I'm saying that, they have to actually see that in their mind. Mm -hmm. So when somebody is worried, when somebody is fearful, when somebody has these disempowering emotions, mm -hmm. the key is to recognize that you're in a disempowering emotion that's not serving you, mm -hmm. and then shift your focus and your attention. And so beach time... Almost anybody that everybody that I know has been to a lake or, or, or a place where there's water that's serene. For me, it happens to be the ocean. I love the ocean. When I go to the ocean, something happens to my soul where I just connect and I feel, ah. And so one of the exercises that I created was to take people to a beach they already know that they love that just makes them feel that. Or an imaginary one that I take them to, which is actually one that I've been to in St. John's, uh, British uh, Virgin Islands. And when you take your focus somewhere that's calming, relaxing, you're actually activating the neurochemistry of that exact experience. So you're releasing dopamine and serotonin in the brain. Mm. And so if you are in a state of anxiousness, worry, fear, doubt, etc., 
then that just happens to be the circuits that are activated in your brain. That's that's amazing. So that's that's really good. Now, some people aren't as visual or they don't have as much imagination. Is this something people have to develop? Have you found that in your experience? Absolutely, or? yeah. Um, every human being, when I say the word red apple right now, the letters R-E-D-A-P-P-L-E do not show up on the screen of somebody's brain. An actual image of a red apple shows up on somebody's brain. So even though we use language to communicate, our brain uses visual representations for language. So even though some people cannot, let's say, close their eyes and see in vivid technic colors, your brain is actually doing that anyway. So if I share with everybody, you know, I want you to imagine, even while you're listening to this right now, you know, somebody that you love the most, let's say your mother or your father or your brother or sister or a child of yours. Mm -hmm. Can you see them on the screen of your mind? Can you see, you know, the fridge in your kitchen on the screen of your mind? Can you see a, a lemon, you know, in your hand? Or can you feel a lemon being squeezed in your mouth and it's extremely tart, uh, your brain is already going through every one of those scenarios at lightning speeds because in your brain you have the memory of those words, or you wouldn't even know what the word means. So there has to be a word that you've either seen and usually a visual representation of that, so that exists in your mind. That's good. See, I'm 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 salivating right now, so that lemon is in, my, lemon. in my mind right now. So listen, I, I want to switch gears a little bit, okay? So you know, self-esteem is is frequently an issue with uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, people in general. Um, they sabotage their own success with low self-esteem. How can inner size help with that? Sure. So let's understand what is self-esteem or self-worth in the brain. It's a group of neurons that have been reinforced, brain cells that have been reinforced, patterns over the course of 20, 30, 40, 50 years that gives us this feeling of truth. So when somebody says that, you know, I'm not worthy of the success I want, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not smart enough, or I don't deserve it, somewhere in their brain, they have references and neural patterns and structures that prove that to be true for them. Now, it could be because of their own experiences where they've failed so many times and they weren't taught how to frame failure properly. So they associated failing with them being a failure, which are two different things. Most successful people fail so many times it would spoil other people's days. The other thing could be is you read or experienced somebody with low self-esteem in your home and that got transferred over to you when you were very, very young or you had an adult in most cases, or even a sibling when you were younger, tell you how worthless you are. So in either one of those few cases that I just gave, all it means is that a pattern for low self-esteem or low self-worth exists in the brain. So here's the question. If a pattern exists in the brain and it was installed there either because of experiences or uh, what somebody shared with you enough times— or what you've told yourself, is it possible to create a new self-image and self-esteem in the brain? The answer is yes. And so inner size is all about how do we use self-talk? How do we use visualization? How do we use subliminal programming? How do we use cognitive behavior uh, modification? How do we use a variety of science-based methods to accelerate a new pattern that now takes over the old pattern? 
That's powerful. Listen, I'm speaking in the studio here with John Asraf, uh, two times best-selling author with his new book out, Inner Size, and you can get it at ignitemybrain.com. Ignitemybrain.com. John, I think you have some gifts for people on there too. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things I, you know, I know from being an author and also from buying a lot of books is there's a lot of, you know, how to, what to in books. And what I want to do is give people an experiential opportunity where I teach them inner sizes in the book for eliminating limiting beliefs, eliminating fears, eliminating stress, eliminating low self-esteem and low self-worth. But then I also went into the studio to record inner sizes with some amazing technology, our brain activation technology, plus some of the evidence-based methodologies to help with those. So I guide people through that. And so I'm giving people uh, eight inner sizes that go with the book and eight little videos that go with the book as well. And when they go to ignitemybrain.com, they could purchase the book through Amazon or anywhere else, then come back to that website and get the bonuses. That's awesome. That's great. Well, listen, uh, I want to talk about two brains in the book. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all got at least two brains, but let's talk uh, de- define what that means. What, is two, what, do, we, what do you mean by two we brains, say we have two brains? Two brains. So I call, um, uh, we all know the conscious and the subconscious mind. That's That's been known for a long time. What most people don't realize is that everybody has an Einstein and a Frankenstein as well. A Frankenstein. A Frankenstein. So let me give you an example how Einstein works, and I'll give you an example of how Frankenstein works and how to get them to work together. So let's say somebody has a goal. Somebody wants to grow their business, build their business, and they use their imagination and deductive reasoning. So guess what happens? They get all excited. They release dopamine in their brain, and they feel amazing. They feel motivated, and they want to do the work necessary to do the work. Now, that's Einstein doing his thing. But what happens in the brain, since the brain is responsible for safety first, Frankenstein goes into the memory bank and say, hey, uh, the last time you tried this, you failed. The last time you read about somebody trying what you want to do, they lost money. Uh, They hired people and then they had to fire people. That was really painful. It was financially painful, emotionally painful. It affected their self-esteem. So what happens is when you have... You know these goals and ideas; they okay. motivate you, and we'll come back in a We're second. We're gonna come back just to say I'm getting I'm getting the message. We gotta we gotta go to break here, but uh, we'll be we'll be right back. We'll uh, continue where we left off in studio with John Asraf. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life, and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity, or increase your courage, step into your power, and forge into the unknown, where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. 
We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. That's the theme today, whatever it takes. Today we're talking about the brain, the courage to unlock your brain's hidden power. I want to let you know this show is being brought to you by Women's Wisdom, San Diego's premier networking and relationship building group for purpose-driven and soul-inspired female entrepreneurs. You can find them at www.womenswisdom.net. All right, Frankenstein and Einstein. Which one are we going to focus on today? Are we going to be in the Frankenstein mode or the Einstein mode? John, how do, how do people monitor Frankenstein and Einstein? How do, how do they know when they're in Frankenstein or Einstein? So Frankenstein is going to give you all the reasons why you can't, why you shouldn't, why it's dangerous, how you might get hurt. And so Frankenstein can actually be a very, very good friend when you know how to use Frankenstein. So can Einstein. But Einstein happens to be the optimist, the forever-ending imagination, you know, figuring out how I can and how to make it work. Uh, but Frankenstein is the pessimist, saying here's all the reasons why it won't. And those are two amazing parts of your brain. One's the left prefrontal cortex. The other one's the right prefrontal cortex, which is just above your forehead, uh, left and right side. And so you've got to understand that both are your allies, just like fear is. And maybe we'll talk about fear in just a minute. And they work to protect you. But what most people don't recognize is that we are creatures of habit. And so the habitual brain overrides just about everything. So we have the same thoughts, emotions, and feelings. So if you ever feel like you've got one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake, that's Albert and Frankenstein fighting for activity. Mm. And there's a lot of movement going on, but you're not getting anywhere. Mm -hmm. Or if you're getting anywhere, it's pretty much the same thing you've always gotten before. So awareness is what gives us choice, and choice is what gives us the freedom. Mm-hmm. So what do we want to become aware of? Uh, We want to become aware of what am I actually thinking? What am I actually feeling? What am I actually doing? Am I focusing on the things that are going to move me forward and creating progress on the way to a predetermined goal or outcome that I have? Uh, Or am I spinning my wheels and really staying much in place? Mm -hmm. And so there's a huge difference between activity and productivity And the inner sizes that I created are all geared towards being at choice. And in order to be at choice, you have to be in awareness first of thoughts, emotions, feelings, behaviors, results, et cetera. So, you know, I I think a lot of times people are uh, walking through life unaware. Mm-hmm. And, I agree. Uh, you know, and, and a lot of times they, uh, you know, all of a sudden now they're feeling angry or they're feeling depressed. They're feeling there's something that they're feeling in their body. So when that mm-hmm. happens, what do you suggest? Well, first, is, and again, it's, it's level up your awareness of feelings is conscious awareness of the neurochemistry of the vibration your body's in. You cannot have a feeling before an emotion. Now, emotions are all progress or processed in the subconscious mind. So when somebody is angry, the feeling is an effect of the anger, but what is the anger an effect of? Mm -hmm. So the processor in the brain is giving a meaning to something, something that's just occurred, something that might occur or something that occurred in the past, a disempowering meaning, which is causing the neurochemistry of that meaning 
to flow into the body. So here's the question that people have to ask them. Do I want to be angry right now? That's a great question. Do I want to be angry? And if they say, well, no, I don't want to be angry, but he did this or she did that or that happened, I go, I understand. But it's the meaning that you're giving it that's causing the emotion and the feeling that you don't want. Mm -hmm. So why not learn how to change the meaning of something? Why not learn how to be in control of the meanings instead of the subconscious? Well, you know, that's, that's very interesting because I think a lot of people think that uh, meanings are a given. In other words, whatever right. meaning somebody taught me, uh, this is the color red, right? Well, mm -hmm. there must be a thousand different shades of red. Correct. Right? Yeah. So how does a person break out of that pattern just for a moment so that they can realize that they have choice? Well, and it goes back to the first two inner sizes, right? Mm -hmm. So inner size one is take six, calm the circuits so you can get calm first. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very hard to focus on awareness when you're in a reactive state mm -hmm. and the blood flow from the awareness part of your brain is moving towards the fear or stressful part of your brain. Right. And so the first thing to do is if you're in a state of anger, calm yourself first. Learn the skill to get calm first. That's then good. learn the skill to be aware second, then learn the skill to make a deliberate choice third. That's great. Listen, I'm in studio with John Asaraf. He is the best-selling author of uh, two New York Times best-selling books, and he also has a new book out. It's called Innersizing. That's what we're talking about here, and you can get it at Ig well, tell John. ignitemybrain.com. Innersize is the name of the book. And the best place to get it with the bonuses is at ignitemybrain.com. You can also get it on Amazon if you want to go there, but then go to ignitemybrain.com to get your bonuses. Awesome. All right, listen. Some of the most common issues that my listeners struggle with are they have uh, they want to lose some weight, they might have some financial challenges, uh, relationship troubles. How does innersizing help people make the shift that they need to in order to create a much better life? So if we're looking at any result, whether it's your weight, whether it's your a health issue, whether it's your finances, whether it's your business, whatever result you're looking at, you're looking at a piece of history. And so what I mean by that is when you look at somebody's bank account uh, or their sales or their weight, you know what they've done or haven't done in the past. So the first thing is you don't get caught up in the result and you don't want to focus on a disempowering or negative result. You want to focus on what caused the result and then you want to go about changing the cause. So let's take weight, for example. Uh, weight's actually not easy to lose. It's hard to keep off. 99% of diets actually work and 99% of people who go on diets actually lose weight and then gain it all back. That's a true fact. So the question is, it must not be the diet. And the truth is there's a weight set point, a fat set point in every human's brain. <coughs> there's a self-image that has been built over time of what somebody sees themselves weighing. There is a, uh, a, a nutritional aspect of this and, and what somebody's habits around food is. So when people go on a diet, they modify, in many cases, their food intake. They modify their exercise. And then once they reach the ideal weight, they stop the very diet or exercise program that actually got them to achieve their goal. And so here's what we know from the neuroscience perspective. It takes about 66 
to 365 days. Not 21, not four, not nine. 66 days to 365 days to reset somebody's fat set point, weight set point, financial set point, relationship set point, business set point. So if you're going to do anything, like my children and I do these 100-day challenges. Right. So for example, right now, I, I just stopped a week ago uh, eating my nuts and seeds in, in the evenings after dinner. And my two sons have stopped smoking pot. They like to smoke pot every day. And so we did a, we're doing another 100-day challenge, which is our second one this year. And so they did a 100-day challenge from January to the end of March. And they're like, oh my God, this is so phenomenal. And then they've really slowed down their use of pot. And then start picking up again. So guess what we're doing? Another 100-day challenge. Right, right, right. You know, that, that is so important. Of course, I talked about that in the first segment. You know, if, you're, uh, if somebody's telling you there's a quick fix to this stuff or 21 days or what have you, it's all made up. And now you're telling me from the brain science, yeah. it's, ma- it's all made up. It's I love all, well, to hear that. It yeah. used to be, listen, what, you yeah. know, you and I have been in the personal development field as we've been building our companies a right. long time, right? And, and there used to be this belief that it's 21 days to develop a new habit. Right. Well, you're not going to develop the neural patterns of a new habit in 21 days when it's taken you 50, 60, 70 years to develop the ones you have. So think of it as, uh, think about... How long does it take to build a new highway or roads in a city? Right, right. it doesn't. Right. Ha- it doesn't take, happen. Takes so, it takes so while. Right, you got yeah. to plan it. You got to execute it. Uh, and so to be to build these neural patterns to become part of something known as the default mode network, the automatic self. Right. Sixty-six to three hundred sixty-five days. Wow. Okay. Listen. You know what? I'd love to have you in the in the next segment. Are you available? You uh, stick let's, around. Let's do it. Okay. You know, next segment. I wanna I wanna talk about if you're too old, you're feeling too old, too tired, too overwhelmed. How to make those kind of changes? You let's change it. them permanently. Let's we'll be change right back. them. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Attention business owners, the feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you, who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free conversation confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Whatever it takes, I love the and I am so loving today. I am so loving this conversation. This conversation not only warms my heart, it gives me hope that we can really use our minds in ways that we've not been able to do that and it's, it's so great that neuroscience is really coming together with really a spiritual science to be able to understand the bridge between those two and to really start to 
understand the science of how our brains actually work. Listen, before I get back with John here in the studio, I want to uh, thank all of my listeners to tuning into Voices of Courage. And if you're new to the show, we are a new type of radio called Experience Radio, where we encourage our audience to engage with us in growing their businesses in life. How do you engage? First step you do is, if you're listening on Facebook, give us some likes. Tell us one thing you're going to do today or this week that's going to change your life. Or you can go to our website, VoicesOfCourage.us, and subscribe. And we're going to give you some weekly strategies, some mind-expanding gifts to help you to really take your business and your life to a new level. All right, back in studio here with John Asaraf. He's a best-selling author of two books. He's also have a new book out called Innersizing, like exercising, only innersizing your brain. Inner size. Inner size, inner size. All right. Yeah. And uh, for those of you that uh, didn't get uh, the last segment, you can get this book at ignitemybrain.com. We'll be mentioning that later on the show. John, all right. You know, some people are they're they're this, they got this mindset. I'm too old. I'm too fat. I'm too fire, tired. I'm too overwhelmed uh, to make any changes. Life is tough. What do you say to that? Uh, um, listen, whatever it is that we tell ourselves, somebody really important is listening, and so when we repeat these either self-deprecating language patterns. When we tell ourselves, I'm too tired, your brain actually says, okay, let me release the neurochemicals of being tired. So your brain can either be your greatest servant and ally, uh, or it could work against you so fast that you won't know what hit you in the behind. And so when we say, I'm too old, I'm too young, uh, I'm too Asian, I'm too Caucasian, I'm not smart enough, I'm not. Whenever we say that, whenever we say, I can't, we actually reinforce that pattern. And if we say that pattern enough, your brain's actually pretty smart, says, you know what? I hear you saying that and feeling that enough. Let me just make that a normal pattern and a way for you just to be all the time. And that way we make that self-fulfilling prophecy a reality. Mm. And so your brain can be changed. There's the new science of neuroplasticity that's gotten, you know, just so much research in the last 20 years where we know that our brain is consistently making new neural connections, which is nothing more than cells connecting. But what happens when cells connect repeatedly, there's a saying based on Hebb's principle called the neurons that fire together, wire together. And so when you say, I can't, and then you go sit on the sofa, and then you go grab something unhealthy to eat or drink, that whole connection of associations and behaviors creates a pattern. And then that pattern creates you. So you've got to be very aware of what am I saying to myself? Mm. What feelings am I causing? Because words activate the thalamus in the brain, which actually activates the neurochemistry of those words. So when we say, I can't, you actually are releasing the neurochemistry of I can't. Okay, so let's flip that. What about the positive words, like ah. uh, affirmations? Yes. Uh, you know, How is that impacting us, or is it impacting us? Absolutely. And how do they impact us? I mean, do you have to say an affirmation, you know, I'm I'm powerful. I'm I'm kind. I'm joyful. I'm cool. I'm calm. You have to say that one time, ten yeah. times. How, how do we get that? Thousands in? of times. Thousands. So of times. so. Okay. It's, and there's some research on third person affirmation. It says you know like when you say to yourself, "Can I am? 
or can you are. So if I say to myself an affirmation, and a lot of the, some of the exercises that I have that people get with the book, uh, I actually will read an affirmation to them. I ask people to repeat the affirmation, then I will say, you are. So when we hear I am, when we hear our name, when we hear you are, we actually encode that neural language in our brain or that neural pattern in our brain. And so we can use affirmations. And the best way to do an affirmation is in a calm, relaxed state. Now, I want people to understand something about affirmation. When you say to yourself, I am so happy and grateful for the fact that I'm earning, let's say, $10,000 a month, um, very likely you're going to have this little voice in your head that says, bullshit, that's not true. And so you have to be aware that those are just the old encoded patterns doing a check and balance between what is encoded right now and what you want to encode. And so the best way to think about it is think about if, if we were going for a walk along a grassy area and there was grass that was, let's say, six feet high and it was gentle, easy grass to walk through. If you walked through that grassy area one time, chances are the grass would spring back and be totally upright. Mm -hmm. But if you walked along that grass three times, 10 times, 30 times, 50 times, 100 times, 500 times, chances are you'd create a pathway. Think of that in your brain. So when you do something repetitively, mm -hmm. you create a pathway. Okay, so this is, uh, this is awesome. I love this. So let's bring it down to the practical here. Let's say that I want to establish one new habit this mm -hmm. week. Let's say that that new habit, that doesn't really matter what it is, I guess, okay? So the first step would be what? Acknowledge the old pattern or yeah, the, old know, pat the, the old pattern is this? The old pattern is the old pattern. Right. So for it's history. every, for it's, every it's history. habit, yeah. there is a trigger, a behavior, and a reward. It's called the habit loop. Mm -hmm. So there's a trigger. There's something that triggers the habit. So for example... Um, when you wake up in the morning, let's leave bathroom alone. But when you wake up in the morning, a lot of people, their first thing they do is they go and get coffee. Right. Right. And so you and I talked about coffee earlier before yeah. the show started. And I wanted to give up drinking coffee. I wanted a new habit. So what I did is I woke up. Right. And I had the tea bags in front of my coffee pot. So that I switch from coffee to tea. So the best way to change a habit is not interrupt the trigger. You're not going to interrupt the reward. You have to interrupt the middle part as the behavior. Mm -hmm. So when you're triggered to eat X or to do Y, mm -hmm. interrupt the behavior with something new mm -hmm. for the next 66 days, and you'll start to develop a new habit. That's awesome. That's a great tip. Listen, the book is, is uh, Inner Size, Inner Size, and you can find it at IgniteMyBrain.com, IgniteMyBrain.com. Wow, what a show. John, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Ken. Great show. Hope Great being with you. Hope you'll come back and, uh, and uh, give us some more of your insights. This has been really helpful, I know, to myself and to my listeners. So, all righty. So, for those of you that are loving this show, please go to voicesofcourage.us and subscribe. Also, let your friends know, right? That's how we grow. That's how this world changes. That's how it gets better for everybody. This kind of information that we're delivering to you can really help you to change your life and to make things right for you. All righty. Until the next time, live courageously and see the unseeable. 
know the unknowable, and do the impossible. You can do it. Thanks for joining us for Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. Be sure to join us next Sunday at 10 a.m. as Ken brings more stories of courage that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. This has been Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Well,